1: Hello
0: and welcome to Wizards, Warriors, and Words, a fantasy writing advice podcast. My name is Jed Hearn, author of Fires of the Dead, and I am joined by my co-hosts, starting with Michael R. Fletcher.
1: Hello, I am Michael R. Fletcher, author of the unbelievably brilliant, unputdownable, holy shit, you've never read anything better, uh, the City of Sacrifice series. Nice. That's a good plug. I need to start
0: introducing all, myself.
2: It's all true because I wrote those. <laughs> I wrote those books, of course. And Dirk I'm, Ashton. Dirk, I'm Dirk Ashton, author of the Paternus trilogy. I'm holding up book one. Um, one thing one. we have one thing I haven't mentioned is our fourth co-host, Rob J Hayes, is not here, uh, and he is the author of this lovely thing I'm holding up. His newest release, Spirits, 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 <laughs> Spirits of Vengeance spirits of vengeance
1: spirits of vegetables. spirits of
2: vegetables what so a great we, miss, we miss rob
0: yeah he hasn't been with us for the last couple we of episodes he's uh having a holiday but he will be back hopefully in the future depends how relaxed he was in his holiday i suppose he did say he was yeah. he was on the seaside so hopefully he hasn't been abducted yeah. by mermaids or anything of that nature <laughs>
2: Or maybe he'd like that. Maybe he'd like
0: it. Who knows? It'd be good inspiration for one of his books, I'm sure. Mm -hmm. Anyway, today's episode is going to be about focus. Um, And we (laughs) were talking off air before the episode began that we're going to instantly be sidetracked within the first 10 seconds. And (laughs) you'd be the judge of that, dear listener, because we we We, sort of did. But um, we're
2: going to have a hell of a time focusing on our topic of focus.
0: Exactly. So do as we say, not as we do. Um, And let's start by sort of talking about On a day-to-day scale, how do you avoid the many distractions of Twitter, of YouTube, of other people, of the infinite amount of things on the internet to sit down and work on your projects without procrastinating? Who wants to sort of kick off on that?
1: Mike. Sure. So I find, yeah, it's super easy to get distracted because there's a ton of shit you can do. Um, The trick is fear. Um, You need to be terrified (laughs) of something um, and you need to have something that you're working towards to escape the thing that's chasing you that you're terrified of. Now, for the longest time for me, um, I didn't want to be a forklift driver in a shitty warehouse for the rest of my life. Uh, For one thing, I'm not as young as I used to be and lifting really heavy boxes, it's getting increasingly painful. So that fear drove me um, and was a wonderful focus uh, to spend time writing because I had a goal. I don't want to be a forklift driver. And the only way I knew to make that happen was to write more books and chase that sort of insane dream. But that kept me extremely focused uh, to the point where I kind of overdid it. Stopped seeing friends um, routinely was called into the uh, sort of management office at the uh, warehouse where they explained to me that I could not in fact write books while on the clock because they weren't actually paying me to write books i they were paying me to drive a forklift to which i always said oh yeah no sorry you know totally i will stop now and then went back and kept writing my book cuz i was nice. like i'm going to keep doing this until you fire me they yep. never did um called that bluff and it worked and once uh, i escaped the warehouse you go oh free you know how's this going to impact your focus like no 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 i have something new to be terrified of if i fail if i cannot keep putting out books and building a career and if i don't make enough money every year to like support my family um i'm gonna have to go back to a fucking warehouse job yeah so i have a new fear that is equally keeping me focused maybe more My suggestion: be terrified
2: dirk um. Yes, that. That and, way, you know, they, they, it's a great answer. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, and, and I think that's true for a lot of people that, that are working now. That hasn't been mine. Um. Uh, uh, I fear that people won't like my books sometimes while I'm writing them. But uh, for me, it's been more like, uh, uh I really kind of wanted to write a book, and I knew the only way to do that was to carve out a little bit of time every day. Um, Now, I wouldn't say, a lot of people say, you have to write every day. Every day, you have to write something every day. Um, And I did that for several years. Uh, There were days, of course, that I just couldn't because something came up that just made it. But but I did every day, seven days a week, Um, even if it was just 200 words. Um, And uh, now I write five days a week, um and i didn't have a word count goal um having a word count goal helps me focus a lot uh i do that now i did it on uh book two and book three uh of the Paternus trilogy and i'm doing it on the on the project that i'm working now and um but just five days a week um monday through friday and uh sometimes that gets moved around i can't can't get to it on the Friday. So I'll do it on Sunday. Um, or sometimes it just doesn't get caught up on, but, uh, eventually, you know, something, something changes, but, um, the hardest, the hardest focus, uh, I mean, it, it is hard to carve out that time. Um, but, uh, the, uh, re- I, I remember reading a quote from one author that says, you have to defend your writing time to the death, to the death. Because your family, life, things will, uh, almost every day, try to make you not do that. And without extreme focus and some discipline, um, it's really hard to keep up. Uh, but the, the, more you, the longer you do it, the more natural it gets, where it's not hard. Uh, it's just what you do. And hopefully, you're enjoying it. If you're not enjoying it, you might be doing the wrong thing. Um, And you don't have to enjoy it every day because some days are hard. It's like, things aren't working. My brain won't work today. It's all fuzzy or any number of things going on. Um, uh, But, uh, or you think you're what you're writing sucks. Um, But the, the, the thing that's hardest for me is focusing while, while writing, right? Um, Because I'm a very slow writer and a very slow typer. Um, I have begun uh, calling my first drafts, draft zero and not trying to make them pretty. Uh, So I write them very quickly and I have to constantly get myself, stop doing that. Stop going back and correcting a misspelling here and there, stop doing that, just keep going. And it's hard at first but I'm getting better and better, and I'm still getting better at that. And I'm able to, I find that I'm able to meet my word counts, even if they aren't good, you know, and I've got brackets in there, you know, I, I'll go along and I'm like writing along and then I've got another, a character that needs a name instead of stopping to think about, hmm, what are the names and going back to my lists of possible names, I just put bracket name uh, yeah, and, that, and, well. and just, and just keep going. And if there is a lengthy description that I need to think about a little bit of uh, of a place or an object or whatever it might be, uh, I'll just I'll just put in brackets, describe, and just keep going. Now I hate my I, I hate I hate my past self when I go back to have to put that stuff in, but I know that it's there, so I don't have a problem with that. One thing I do not do is put in. Um, uh, figure out what the motivation for this plot is. You know, I won't put that in. I can't keep writing if I don't know what that is. Um, but details, names, stuff like that, uh, I will put, uh, I will just, just do that and just keep going. And, and every day I will start to wonder, uh, try, oh, well, maybe I'll go look this up. No, don't. I'll just put in brackets, look up, right? That way mm-hmm. I can go back and search these brackets. And fill those in. That's the very first thing that I do when I go in to start on the draft one. Then I go back and rewrite prose, but I get those things filled in first. Um, and that's just my process. It works. It's working for me now. It may change. It, it's evolving all the time. But that is the hardest thing: is for those two, three, or four hours that I have to write. Is getting those words down on the page, even if it seems like sometimes I'm just going blah 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 blah, you know, just spewing out crap. Because I learned from doing that with book three in particular that when I go back, um, it's not as bad as I thought. It's not that hard to 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 fix some things and some sentences that I thought were just like partials, you know. You know partial sentences or incomplete sentences and stuff like that that's kind of my style anyway so i find that half that stuff actually still works um uh and that helps me to focus that's the hardest thing for me well the two hardest things one sitting down and starting right and two uh focusing while i'm while i'm actually writing um and still, you know, I, I will meander into, into things I shouldn't be doing. Um, and I also tell myself, even in the bad days, that this is what I want to do. I actually enjoy this as miserable as I am right now, or not having any fun right now, yeah. you know, compared to what, right? It's, it's this is miserable compared to what? Mm. I'm writing. You exactly. Know?
1: So, John and i
2: set the time aside and I'm getting to write and make shit up, you know, basically we're all just little kids making shit up. We're that kid with the stick in the field, um, you know, fighting off imaginary monsters, you know, uh, that's all we're doing is making that shit up at a, at a much more detailed level. Yes. And that shit's fun. It's just, yes. you know um, and if it, I think that if you find that you really are not enjoying it, um, try a different process to focus and you still aren't, then maybe writing isn't for you. Um, cause if it's just, I know that there are authors who write, um, and they do it because they treat it. This is a job. You know, I just, I just do this. Um, and, uh, I don't think that I could work that way. Um, because I know even on the worst days that this is what I really want to be doing, so.
0: Yeah, I think that may... that's a good, yeah, I think that's a great response. And I think it is also worthwhile considering that if you are finding it difficult to write the story that you're writing, you may wanna consider uh, your intentions for it. If you feel like, like, cause I think one of the common things that can come up if you are writing a story that you're not enjoying is maybe you're trying to write something that is to a specific commercial niche or it's something that you perceive to be uh, easy to sell or something of that nature. And obviously if your goal is to make money off writing, there needs to be an element of knowing what the market wants. But also if you're struggling, like it may mean that you're forcing yourself to write something that you're not actually inherently that interested in Um, Right. So That's an important caveat. But I yeah, want to pick the number all... number
2: yeah, one yeah. thing that I, the one number one thing I hit think that that helps with focus number one is 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 write that you're writing a book that you'd like to read 100%. Um, yeah.
1: Actually small aside something Dirk said uh, which ties into the you know if you're struggling writing um, for me and I think Dirk same thing um, when I'm struggling it's almost always because i've lost sight of character motivation i've mm-hmm. lost sight of what it is the characters want and yeah. i'm just fucking waffling along yeah randomly sort of uh, shit happens and you know, like i have lost the plot yeah uh, because the motivation is the plot but sorry that's not really a, a focus
2: no no i think I, it is I, because I, when that if, if you're finding that you're having a really hard time focusing it might be because of that Right. So being able to identify the things that are affecting your ability to focus, I think, is a big is a big thing. And that's one thing that affects mine. And there are stupid little tricks that, you know, uh, um, uh, that that I've read that 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 help me uh, where I'll just change the font. Right. (laughs) Or the size of the font. And sometimes that helps it's it's silly but sometimes that helps um you hear about authors constantly you know i'm trying this new chair i'm doing this new this new thing i'm trying scrivener instead of word i'm i'm trying uh this or that they are really always attempts to keep us fresh and help keep us focused that's what they are like right now i've got my uh my newest thing is i've got a stand on my laptop to get it up so i'm not looking down because i got neck issues and putting it up where it's supposed to be directly in front of my eye causes more pain than it should so i have it down a little bit but it's still it's six inches higher than it was and i find that i am able to write for longer periods and keep focus so those things those things are helpful too you know uh they you know we we might roll our eyes that at some of the goofy shit that we do and you know well i'm sitting on a ball rolling around you know and i'm or I'm I'm standing up with one leg up on one of those leg 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 rest things, and you know I'm I'm writing leaned way back, you know, which is actually these days I do. This chair comes out and things come out, and um, I'm actually I'm actually much more able to focus. I found when I'm at least about 15 degrees back, because apparently physically that takes stress off of your body, and uh, so I all of my writing hours. Are with the the radio with music on and with um and with and leaned back uh using a, a lap a lap stand that i have and that is my newest thing and it really does help so sometimes just changing some things up um can can help quite a bit
0: down a couple of uh a notes on on focusing that have been useful for me before this episode started um i'll go through those because they kind of They kind of reinforce a lot of things that both of you uh, have said, Mike and Dirk. The first one is to be very clear on knowing what you want. As you mentioned at the start of the episode, Mike, as an author, there's a lot of different tasks that you could be doing. There's an infinite amount of overwhelming activities. You know, do you post on Twitter? Do you write reviews on Goodreads? Do you check out best-selling books on Amazon? Do you try to research cover designers? What do you do? And a lot of the time, what you should be doing is writing or reading, (laughs) but it is very easy to get distracted from that, which is why it's important to have a very clear idea of what you want. And the next bit is to know why you want it in emotional terms. And I think it's great to be motivated by pain, whether that's the fear of continuing with the current job that you're at, that you don't want to be at, or, you know, not being someone who actually does what they say they want to do in the sense of someone who wants to write a book. And then the other side of that is the pleasure side as well, because I think ultimately when it comes down to it, humans are motivated by only those two things, you know, the pain of trying to avoid stuff and then the pleasure of actually enjoying things, the carrot and the stick. And if you can find a way to get both of those for your writing, you know, hopefully it's something that you really enjoy because you love telling stories and because it's so much fun other than reading or consuming other stories. And also you have the pain of being like, well, if I don't write this thing, eventually I'm going to die and I'll have all these unfinished novels in my head that never got out into reality. I find that to be a tremendous motivator. And yeah, Mm -hmm. I think in general, fear is actually very productive when you harness it well uh, and when you stop treating your time like this infinite thing that is going to extend forever and when you realize instead you only have a limited amount of hours once you take out sleep, Mm -hmm. once you take out work, once you take out... You know, that, all the other things in that, life, you really only have a limited amount of hours and you don't want to yeah, spend those yeah. procrastinating. So this Starting is
1: right when you have a, a job, a day job is yeah. actually um, probably a good idea because that's when I learned to make use of time. Mm-hmm. So I, I realized that um, I could never write in the evenings. I was too tired from my day job and family stuff, but I could write in the morning. I was, I am the kind of person that I can get out of bed at four o'clock in the morning Go downstairs, make a pot of coffee, sit at the table, and write. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, So you know, I learned that I I didn't previously know I could do that. You know, because I had so little time. You know, I I learned where I could make use of time. Mm -hmm. Um, Yep. And so to this day, like I don't have Mm -hmm. the day job now, but I'm you know I I sleep in until a leisurely five o'clock. Yep. (laughs) And but I don't get up and go downstairs and watch cartoons. Mm. I sit on the sofa in my jammies. With the, my laptop on my lap and my mug of coffee, um, and I'm working. Like mm-hmm. I, I, I work on writing stuff, uh, usually world building, whatever the next project is. Basically, from eight eight in the morning, uh, five in the morning till about eight in the morning, is world building future projects. Drop mm-hmm. the kid off at school, then I come back, and now it's write my current project time. Mm-hmm. You know, so like basically. No, I call it 9 a.m. till about 4 p.m. Yeah. is mostly ass and chair writing time.
2: Yeah. But,
1: but like learning learning how to make use of the time you do have, mm-hmm. um, you know, and, and again, fear was the original motivator. Now, it, yeah, there's still that some fear, but it's more of a, an understanding. Like if I didn't make use of this time, I'd have to answer why, because I already mm-hmm. know I can. Mm-hmm. So like yeah really you're going to goof off and play games or watch you know TV. Well this
2: something? is this is also your job now. So yeah, yeah. so you have that you have that way of saying well look I this is my job and I don't get to just goof off at my job so um I do that. So I mean I th- my day job takes up only a part partial time of my day so I consider my writing as also a job. Um and that that helps that helps a lot so this is as much about motivation as it is focus Mm. um and it's much easier to focus if you're motivated right
1: yeah
2: Um, i think
0: the best motivation which we've touched upon in this episode is to be writing something that you really enjoy writing something that you're excited to work on that is the kind of book you want to read is yeah you know you're you're thinking about it when you're not writing it you know you're in the shower and an idea hits you for it because you're like oh this is so cool what if this happened what if this happened like that is what really drives you to get up early in the morning and to spend a large amount of time working through something.
2: Yeah. I mean, one, uh, I, um, you know, I'm in, in, a, in, a, in a writer's group and I am friends with quite a few authors and the people that always just make me think, well, if I can't focus and do this and have the time, then what kind of slacker am I? And should I really be doing this? Is, um, there are so many self-published authors and even some traditionally published authors who um are, are, are women that that have jobs and kids or are just full-time homeschooling and have have kids and sometimes quite a few few children and and they are just I mean so busy all up early dealing with this and that and running kids here and there and and all this stuff, and they talk about uh, writing uh, a chapter while they're sitting at, at dance practice or volleyball <laughs> practice or on their phone or, or you know, uh, only getting an hour or two uh, after the kids go to sleep um, and, and, and just having to do something until one or two in the morning. And there are people like I get up and work in early in the morning, too. Um, that's when I write now. Uh, I didn't for a long time. It was always in the afternoons um, but and i now I have something to look forward to when I get up mm. and if I get those words down, the rest of the day is gravy. Yeah. you know no matter what kind of horror comes up um, and and I'm truly motivated by by mothers who write <laughs> because if they can do it, man, you know, anybody can do it, and there are other people who. Who get their work done after the kids go to bed or whatever? After everything settles down, and they don't even start writing until eleven at night, and they'll write for two or three hours, and that's how they they write. Yeah. I'm not figuring a night. I'm not a. Minutes. I'm not a night owl. I'm not a night owl. But figuring out what your body clock is and what where you feel best and and can and can actually do it. Um, uh, is a real help when it comes to focus because uh, if you're anything like me, you'll you'll flounder around with and be writing at the really what turns out to be the wrong times of day, yes. and at the in the wrong places. Um, and until you work that out, it's going to be hard to focus. But once you do, it gets easier. It does.
0: I think a, a big thing that relates to that, which has been probably the most useful thing to helping me focus, is the idea of structure beating discipline and the example that I kind of illustrate with this is that if you have a jar of cookies in your house and you're trying to not eat cookies you are 100% reliant on your discipline to not eat them and that's difficult because you're seeing them all the time you're smelling them and it's so tempting to do it but if you just structure your pantry so that you don't have cookies in it at all you don't need discipline to not eat them you can just not have the temptation in the first place it's kind of like in coding, they often talk about how the best code is no code, because if you just don't need to build extra code in, then you're not introducing room for more error. So I think with writing, the, the best way to kind of think about that is like, how can you structure your environment and work with your energy levels, work with your environment such that you don't actually need discipline? Because if you're relying on your discipline to not check the internet, to not be distracted by other people. You know, that can work sometimes, but it also makes it more difficult and more energy intensive. So one of the things that I found kind of useful, particularly recently is, um, this free app called, this isn't, this is not sponsored by the way. I wish they would sponsor us, but there's this free app called, uh, stay focused, where you can essentially set up uh, a limited amount of time for specific websites. And when you're on those websites, it'll start counting down. And when it hits zero, you can no longer access those websites. You can also do a thing called the nuclear option where it literally blocks everything on the internet, except yep. specific websites that you want to be allowed. And I found that so useful just to be like yeah. first thing in the morning, open internet, nuclear option on for one and a half hours, bang. And I've made one yeah. choice there that eliminates the need to make a hundred little decisions as to whether to keep writing or to check yeah, yeah. email. So or folks, what's the Someone app called again? So, called. Uh, I'll pop a uh, like the description of it in the show notes. It's called Stay Focused um, with no E. So S T A Y F O C U
2: um, S D. There, there are similar apps for your phone too. Um, yeah, like Freedom, or as you, or you can just make it silent or turn it off.
0: Yeah, put it in airplane mode. Put it in. And I know room.
2: authors that yeah. do that. I don't. I don't because. Um, I'm really good at just completely ignoring it nice. when it Um, But I know that it's hard, hard for other folks yeah, to I, do I that.
1: I'm either going to explore the stay focused thing or hmm. my original plan, which I might still do, kind of want to. Uh, I'm going to handwrite the next novel, go back cool. to handwriting so I don't have to be anywhere near a computer. Yes. Yeah. And uh, Crystal Matar, who we had on before, uh, she handwrites in these like, with these gorgeous uh, fountain pens and different colored ink and stuff, and that's I so want to cool. do that so bad. So that's yeah. what I'm doing. I'm getting a nice, like calligraphy fountain pen. Oh yeah. And I'm gonna handwrite in my horrendous, illegible chicken <laughs> scratch, and uh, but sit downstairs, nowhere near a computer. I think that's, I think that's the route I want to go.
0: Yeah. Cool. I've showed you guys, um, I've showed you guys before my my <laughs> janky little typewriter thing that I've got over here. Oh yeah
2: yeah that thing is it's like a calculator with a screen
0: yeah this is it here i've still only used it for like shorter format um like articles and stuff to this stage yeah. just because the current project i'm writing requires a lot of code so i need to use yeah. this online parser but for the next novel i think i will be planning to use this for a significant uh-huh. portion of it and you, uh, does
1: that save to the to a to a cloud location or no, it just saves on, on here. Not completely, you.
0: No, it just say it just saves on here, and then there's like a cord that you transfer onto there. So I'll be like transferring it, you know, at the end of every writing day, essentially. That's mm-hmm. terrifying. Um, it's a bit scary. If I do enjoy working with this, though, I most likely will buy. There are like sort of nicer versions of this that do automatically sync to the cloud, so you don't lose anything. Um, but yeah, I mean. It seems it seems fairly robust so far, but that also would be the worst to be like, huzzah, I did two thousand words of writing today. And then you send it and it like
2: oh, on. deletes the
1: whole thing. You're like, no.
2: The horror. I know That's, that um I'm pretty sure oh uh I've seen um RJ Barker work, mm. try one try something similar and uh, oh, and really? and Anna Stevens as well. Sure. Um I'm not sure how it ultimately worked out for them, but uh They've awesome. they've done that too because it it's kind of like just a writing pad. That's all you get. You know, you don't get other stuff.
0: Yeah, I think um, it's a... one
2: thing one thing I do is I make my uh, I make my um, uh, browser page small yeah. and thin and move it down and put it on just the home screen of Google. You know, mm. so that I don't so I don't see anything else, and I have it there in case something comes up. Uh, or if I want to, if I decide I want to do a little research, but I've decided I'm not, I'm not allowed to research while during my writing time that needs to come on a weekend or, or something else. I'm not allowed to do that. Um, and so far it's been working. I let myself get distracted on occasion, but, uh. Yeah, I'm not. Uh, I'm, I'm sure. terrible. I am. Ter- Some people are much, much better at multitasking. They can jump from one thing to another, come back and still maintain that same thought line. Um, and I cannot. No. I, I am awful, awful at it. So if I yeah. go and look, I focus on the fly. I am constantly popping open a
1: web browser and researching yesterday. Yeah. Caravelle's- like sailing yeah. terminology and technology, and yeah. Layers. While you're right, and then I'm back into the because now I've got the yeah. The in I, my head, I'm like, okay,
2: now boy I, I, boy, I can't because I go down rabbit holes. Me and, too. and you know, and it was okay, and I was comfortable with that when I was writing the first book because I was under zero pressure to get it done. Uh, I was putting myself under zero pressure, so that worked. But uh, the the more books I write, the less. I'm allowed to do that because. Well, you're Dirk Ashton now. (laughs) Am I? (laughs) I'm still not sure who I am. Dirk
0: questioning his identity. Yeah, I think the the big thing is just like pretend that you will have zero discipline when you're writing (laughs) and structure your environment accordingly so that you can you know, resist the temptation without actually having to. And, and
2: some authors just do crazy stuff to do that. You know, there are sound canceling headphones. um, They're pretty good. There are, you know, but you know, it's, that's great if you're at home and your, your, your spouse or partner is at home with the kids um, and they can take care of stuff. But sometimes if the phone rings or if the, uh, or, or if, someone is screaming because they fell down the stairs and broke their leg (laughs) you need to be able to hear that (laughs) so there are only certain there are only certain you know things that 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 you can do um some some authors i know actually rent office space uh so they go to an office Mm. from home um and that goes for uh single authors with no kids like michael r miller i know has one um, and Phil Tucker, who has a wife and kids and works from home. And, uh, but they have an office that they go to for a certain amount of hours each day, and that really helps helps them focus. Um,
0: yeah, for me, uh, I go to libraries, and that gets pretty much the same thing um, yeah. without having to, to pay for an office as well. Plus, it yeah. is also kind of yeah. inspirational to just be able to run
1: free tons
2: of books around yeah. as well. There's I definitely I was lucky
1: enough to have a room in the house that I could sort of claim. And yeah. daddy's office mm-hmm. nice. knows that and mm-hmm. it's like, this is my space like other people come in and use it that's fine whatever but like this is but
2: not during your time yeah, yeah. if i'm if i'm yeah. working i'm working yeah. yes
1: yes
0: yeah. yeah i think it's good to try to create those yeah again like just structuring it so that it's not every day you're having to resist someone coming in and you know trying to interrupt you but just to, to know there's that the expectation yeah. in place Anyway, uh, we should probably start wrapping up this episode now. Anything else you guys would like to add to this?
2: Uh, I'd just love to hear what people, uh, what listeners, uh, what questions they have, plus if they're writing, what, uh, what they use to help sure. yeah, focus. Yeah, yeah. Maybe we can share some of those on a, on a future episode.
0: That sounds great. Um, yeah, like if you have any comments, feel free to, if you're watching the YouTube video, just comment down below. If you're listening to the podcast, you can email wizardsworrieswords at gmail.com with your thoughts and we'll have a read of those. Um, and the, that email will also be down in the show notes below. Um, also, in the last week's episode, I mentioned that we are looking for video editors to clip up small sections of the show and post them on YouTube. Uh, if you're interested in that, it is a paid position. Um please let me know by emailing wizardsworrieswords at gmail.com and we can have a discussion as to to how that goes from there. Um, And yeah, I think that's a good spot to wrap up this episode. So thank you everybody for listening or watching and we'll see you next time. Thanks everybody. everybody. Ciao.
1: Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince.